Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, everybody, welcome to Quick Bite 82. And of course, this is your host, Amy. And I am your co host, Dana. Yes, the snack sized, fun sized version of the Runny Drink podcast. Every time you say that, I think of a Snickers, a fun sized Snickers. Me too. And that's not even my candy of choice. <laughs> so. Well,. We want you to know this is just a little snippet for us to share with you because sometimes when we go and travel, we get more content than we can cram into one episode without uh, keeping you guys here, you know, all day, all night listening to us. Not that we don't want you to. We love that you listen to us, however you do. Respect your time. Yeah. So this is a nice short one if you're just running to the store or down the street or you have a short run listen to a couple of these in this one in particular we kind of have to shift out of island time Mm -hmm. because we've been sharing a lot from our key west trip we have to shift back into that mode that gets us ready to complete the last in the run disney virtual race series that celebrates 80 years of marvel so we have to go from island time to disney time we have to go from island time to Disney time. Oh, darn. Because we have to earn that August medal. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, we were up there making it a not-so-virtual 5K in July as well. Yep, for the Iron Man medal. For the Iron Man medal. So we're kind of flashing back to some nice breakfast options that are on the Disney property. Yeah, a lot of times we cover places really for lunch and for dinner. Yeah. Partly because we it takes us a little while to get up and get moving and um Yeah. You know, we don't always haul the camera gear or the, the microphones or anything with us for breakfast, but Mm-mm. um we did go to a spot specifically so that we could check it out for the podcast. And we did our running over there at the Port Orleans French Quarter. Yes, even though we stayed at Pop Century. Yep. And and we wanted to go there so that we could have breakfast Mm -hmm. at the Sasagula Float Works and Food Factory. And you know why? It's because there are a lot of food courts that are in the resorts that have the standard fare across the property, like the Mickey... The Mickey waffles, the scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon, standard fare. And that's there too. Mm -hmm. But what I like is that whole New Orleans. Did I get it right? Right Rightish. Well, I'm working on it. You know, I'm a Southern girl. I'll, I'll keep at it. But it. It's very themed breakfast and also later in the day lunch and dinner offerings here. And that's what I'm, I think makes it unique and worth covering on the show. Port Orleans is probably one of the best themed of yeah. the Disney um, moderate resorts. I think it's a moderate, yeah. And <laughs> really one of the best themed uh, resorts, period. Yeah. It, the, the, the French Quarter... Um, Port Orleans has French Quarter and they have Riverside, Riverside, and they're both beautiful. And Mm. you have the river that cuts right through. You've got the running trail that we were out there running on. But you step into that Mardi Gras type theme, 
Yeah, but they so even well. but they even theme the food. Yes. And that's what's cool. I love it. So we went over there for breakfast yeah. because we wanted a couple of things specifically. Uh, the first of all, well, you can't have breakfast or start the day without coffee. Well, you've got to have coffee. And yes, there's coffee all over the property at Walt Disney World. But this, I think, is the only place where you can get something called chicory coffee. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Have you? That This is, I believe, the only place on the property where they offer it. Yeah. And if you have not had chicory coffee before. Which um, I have not. It's it's a different experience. I grew up with it. My dad used to buy it. Uh, really? And have it in the house. Learn something new about you every day. And it, it's different. And it just depends on on the company that's making it. Uh, chicory is, is actually... A, a root of a plant as opposed to a coffee bean. And a lot of times um, you would see it mixed in with regular coffee to, Mm. um, I think the original intent was to stretch coffee stores. Oh, Um, but it has a lot of coffee knowledge. Don't you? Well, I, I used to, I used to be a barista. Yeah. I was waiting for you. Different, uh, in in a different life. College. But the <laughs> the flavor is very distinctly not that of coffee. It's hmm. its own thing. It's very, I, don't know, I call it woodsy. Yeah, I think earthy. that's a perfect, it's very earthy, very woodsy kind of. And we didn't get it, when we ordered it, we didn't get it with any kind of sweetener or any kind of cream or milk in it. And for many people, if it's your first time trying it, that might be a good way to go, actually, is to get some some cream or milk to kind of soften it because it's it's pretty strong. potent. It's a strong flavor. Very strong flavor. And it depends on how much chicory they use in their mix. True. So I liked it though. It, but the Disney their mix they're using has a very distinct flavor. It, I just, that woodsy, earthy kind of, it makes me think of or imagine wood chips in a barbecue. It's a good way to think of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? And I think that that flavor profile for your coffee pairs so well if you're going to get another one of the very themed food items oh. that you can only get here. Yeah. Step into Mardi Gras, people. And get some Mickey-shaped beignets. Mickey-shaped beignets. It's Disney-themed. It's French Quarter-themed. It's perfect. It's perfect. And listen. And they're fried to order. They're fried to order. You can watch them do it. And we got three, and they are covered in powdered sugar. Yeah. And then you have your choice of sauces. There's the, the caramel. There's the fruity one. I think it's a raspberry. Raspberry or, or strawberry. strawberry. But then what caught my eye since we were having the chicory coffee anyway was the chicory ganache. The chicory coffee ganache. Yeah, so it's a chocolate ganache where they put the chicory coffee into that. So oh it goodness. gives you just a hint of that chicory flavor. Oh. Ties it all together. Yeah. Fantastic. It's more of a dark chocolate. Yeah. So, which I'm a fan of anyway. I prefer my, my chocolate to be a little more bitter than sweet. Yeah. And this was perfect. It, it was it was the perfect accompaniment because it didn't, it allowed the beignet to be appreciated mm-hmm. because it was warm and fluffy and had that kind of 
airiness. Airy consistency. And then you had the coffee ganache. When you say warm, I'm going to say hot. Yeah, they were super hot. And they're right out of the fryer. But we were, I mean, by the time you pay and then you go sit down, then it's it's still warm. So oh, yeah. I appreciate the approach. Mm-hmm. Totally. And this is a full-on food court. This is a moderate resort. Mm. This place is packed. It's, oh my goodness. it's geared to families. Yeah. And they are making this stuff fresh to order. Mm. So it is so great to see this. The theming is perfect. The end result is delicious. Yeah, and it's a huge space that you can sit either indoors, and then they have a, they have a few tables outside. They need more outside seating. They if do. I were to if I were to say, you know, oh, I wish I wish something was different, mm. because the outside is so perfect. The buildings are made to look like the French Quarter of New Orleans. Yeah. You've got these cobblestone streets that are only traveled by foot traffic oh there gosh. at the hotel. It, it perfect is place to enjoy your breakfast that's themed beautiful yeah it is just so neat and this this is one of my favorite uh, fa- favorite themes, themes that they do at yeah. disney it's amazing but listen you were also attracted by another menu item i was because again if you're going to get something that's themed and something that is is going to be appropriate to the french quarter you you go all in and i did seeing Mm -mm. that they were offering a shrimp and grits breakfast item and i said i have absolutely got to check this out and let me tell you is again as far as i know it's the only place on property where you can get shrimp and grits for breakfast breakfast. and they do this fantastic (sighs) um, bed of grits covered with good-sized shrimp they were huge. Uh, diced peppers and onions, and it they use a, like a Cajun blackening uh, spice in their cream sauce mm. with so ham. It had. it had some bite. And then soft poached eggs. So you got two soft poached eggs on this bed of shrimp and grits in a in a creamy sauce. Mm. Let me tell you. The blackening spice was perfect. It was spicy, had a very Cajun or Creole Creole flavor to it, um, but not so spicy that it was going to blow your doors off. So right. very, very approachable for mm. somebody who's looking for spicy flavor without the heat. You can always add the heat by grabbing some Tabasco sauce. Right. It wasn't like that Tabasco that. type. Heat. No, much more like um, Cajun blackening spice. Yeah. Uh, the best thing I could equate this sauce to, there used to be a a blackened chicken pasta dish that you could get at Steak and Ale back in the 90s. Oh, how do you know that? I used to be a waiter there. Just and putting that, it out there. that sauce <laughs> tastes exactly like that that uh, cream sauce. It was so good. Fantastic. Those grits were so creamy. And then come to find out, just a little uh, insider tip there, that once the breakfast hours pass, yes. the menu rolls over, changes to the lunch menu. They change the shrimp and grits away from a breakfast variety with mm-hmm. soft poached eggs to adding tasso ham instead. Mm-hmm. So you get your protein through the tasso ham. Nice. Yeah. So that's the, that's the lunch version of that. I But I will tell you. Go get the breakfast version. Yeah, those soft poached eggs, I mean, they were... Did you get it, like, a, when you broke open the egg? We split this. When you broke open your Oh, that's your, the other thing. It's egg, huge. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, with the beignets and with the shrimp and grits, it was a humongous breakfast. But when you broke open your egg, did you have like, was it runny? Slightly. I yeah. mean, it, it had a little bit of run to it, but they cooked it just right. They they were going more for that soft, almost soft boiled uh, approach. Yeah, that's what I found in mine. Which was great. Yeah. Uh, they did a really nice job with that. And I will say that... It, this, since this is one of the food courts, this tends to be um, more value-oriented for families. And when sure. you're traveling at Disney, you, you are expecting it's going to be expensive. Oh, yes. There's the Disney tax. There's, yes. But the, I mean, having that much magic costs something. Yes, they do it right. But, but, you, but you pay a little bit more. Pay a little bit more. That said, fantastic value. This entree was enormous. Could be split by two people. Yes. And you would not walk away hungry. Yeah. So, something to consider. You know, Definitely head over and check them out. You know what my question is? We haven't really decided where we're going to have breakfast when we go back up there to do the August 5K. That's true. And where else can we get something that is just so unique and not part of, you know, the everyday food court type? Mm-hmm. Which, it, which has its place. Well, and not only that, though, this was just hidden in plain sight in the food court. Yeah. So I'm just wondering what different places would there be that we could get unique breakfast offerings? Well, I don't know. Do you think our listeners might know? They might. We and have some very intelligent listeners we out there. We do. We've taken some great recommendations, and we need them again. We do need your help, folks. Yeah. Info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. You could just type us out a recommendation or you could leave us a little voice memo. We could make you famous in our recap from August. Yeah, just record a quick voice memo on your phone and email it to us. Or you can always call us at 941-677-2700. Three three, and leave a mm. voicemail. Try to yeah. keep it to about sixty seconds, and tell us your name, where you're calling from, and what your recommendation is. Yeah, and we'd love to get these so that we have an idea of where we're going to be going when we head back up to finish this not so virtual five k series. Yes, nine four one six seven seven two seven three three. Let us know where to run, eat, and drink Disney. And that'll do it for this quick bite. Yeah. So we will talk to you guys again very soon. But until then, don't forget 941-677-2733 or info at runeatdrink.net. Let us know. We need your help. So for now, I'm Amy. And I'm Dana. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.